Hey everybody, this is Brian for Curiosity Continuum. This is the podcast for the company that is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We're the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities. Unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. These solo episodes are designed to you to hear my brain and then Josh's brain, kind of one at a time. And then most of our episodes, you'll hear that they are the combination of us together. Josh has some fun things planned. He gave me a seed topic of work-life balance. Heh, let's see how this thing goes. While you are listening to my voice, I have family about to come through that door. (laughs) And I'm trying to balance the worky-lifey and the lifey-lifey. So wifey-wifey is not maddie-maddie at me. Sorry, I'm in a mood right now. Anyway. Work-life balance. Let's just take the word balance for a minute, okay? Human beings are really terrible at balance. The pendulum will swing one way, then it swings back the other way, and somewhere in there you're supposed to find balance, right? Well, one of the best talks I've heard about balance was about the tension between both sides of like a seesaw, right? You have, the le- you have the left side of it, the right side, like on a fulcrum, like a teeter-totter, and it goes back and forth. You feel the weight of that. Now, if you've ever been on a teeter-totter with somebody who is mismatched to you in weight, especially, <laughs> um, this was never like a real fun thing. And so <laughs> even though Josh and I were like elementary grade friends, we never really spent time on the teeter-totter together because uh, would, I would always just be hanging up in the air. And he would just sit there and chill. And it never worked out for us <laughs> to do that just because there was not a balanced weight on either side. Funny, but true. Now, the speaker said, balance is standing in the center of the fulcrum. And that means that you may have a foot on either side, but you're actually closer to the center trying to balance. And you'll feel it go one way, and you got to adjust and move your leg and kind of stand. And I'm like, you know, I really like that picture. The balance is in the middle but it doesn't mean that you don't feel the pull left or right. But the calibration point is not trying to run back and forth to the left and to the right. It seems like a really like old school Charlie Chaplin kind of movie where something like that would happen. But the fulcrum point is a really interesting concept to me because it means that there's different areas of your life. And with that, there's the different theaters of life. Now, that's a term that my stepdad, rest in peace, said in his executive coaching. He talked about the theaters of life, meaning like these are the things that are important to you. These are the things that you prioritize in those particular theaters to be able to say, this is my financial life. This is my personal life. This is my professional life. This is my family life, whatever it may be. And he said that at any given time, you can't have more than like five to seven theaters. And with each of those, you really can't have any more than about three goals in each because you can't focus on all of it. And what that's designed to do is actually help you understand where you're spending your time and your money and your resources and your attention. And then you kind of have a review afterward. And part of his coaching program that he did, he was uh, he had two careers. One of them was in the, um, I think part, part of it was automotive. He did a lot of other things. And then when he had a second career, he was an executive coach. So one of the things he talked about was always constantly evaluating what it is to have balance in your life, meaning like you're going to take assessment and you're going to be unbalanced. You're going to find out where you're spending time, where you're not spending time. That's going to influence what you do. 
in terms of like, now you have this information, what are you going to do with it? Honestly, setting some of those theaters up helps set the context for you to evaluate your life in terms of, are you happy? Are you spending the time where you want to? And he's even said too, as he's done those theaters and reviewed them regularly, that he realized he was overbalanced in something, but he was okay with it. Now, that may not seem like the traditional work-life balance, but he said, I really enjoyed doing this thing. And this was actually the thing that led him to retire finally from executive coaching is the things he liked about it, things he didn't like about it, where he was in his life stage. He's like, you know, I enjoy this part of it. And he would be on call. He'd be able to take, you know, advisory things. But he wasn't doing all the, the rigmarole as he once did. And he realized that the balance had shifted. And that's a really good thing to kind of take note. Like, where is that balance today, a month from now, three months from now, six months from now? Because I guarantee you that it will change. That means that you've changed. That means that your circumstances have changed. That may mean that, you know, uh, some things are in your control, some things are out of your control. But those activities are talking about where you're finding balance. Because, see, I think what happens in people's minds is that you think that you have to compromise one or the other. And honestly, for some of them, if you look at like high achievers, you look at Olympic athletes, what are they doing? They're spending their time practicing. Do they have like the quote normal life of something that where, you know, they go out on the weekends with friends? They don't really because they're training for that Olympic event. So in the context of balance, you have to understand the context, the greater context of where you are and what the goal is. See, if you said I have a balance in my life to be able to say, well, I'm going to be an Olympic athlete, but I'm only going to train three days a week because that's balanced to me. I would challenge the fact that you're not going to hit that goal because you don't have the right balance or the right proportions of things in your life. And I really think that when you talk about balance, it's uh, being able to circumspectly look at the proportions and is it meeting the needs. And I guarantee you that, you know, like those Olympic athletes, they have their time and then they go to different things. They've achieved what they need to achieve. That means they focus. Maybe they go into business. Maybe they do sponsorships. Maybe they're doing something with their sports still. They may do something completely different entirely, but they have done that particular thing. They've achieved a goal and they've counted the cost of what it will take to achieve that. Now, those things can happen much more, uh, you know, spontaneously or make changes when you are just one person. But if you're married, if you have a significant other, if you have other considerations that are going along, you may have aging parents, those seasons and those priorities have to shift in order to accommodate what we would call a balance. I will never advocate that you shouldn't just, that you should just run and never refresh yourself. That's not what I'm talking about here. But I think sometimes people say like, I shouldn't work hard and I shouldn't life hard, if that makes sense. You should actually do both, but you should also be very aware of the season you're in the proportions of it, how long those proportions last, and what it's going to take for you to hit your goals. And again, if those goals are something that you don't uh, want to hit anymore, then it's probably good to go back and re-examine those theaters to say, what is priority? What is something that's going to move this forward the way I want to? So, is it a balance? Are you balancing on the fulcrum? Is the context of what you're trying to find balance and even correct? Do you need to change your mindsets on something? Do you need to take a moment to say, I need to rebalance and recalibrate what I prioritize and I know what season I'm in in my life? Sometimes people feel like they've left something behind, especially the stay-at-home moms. For those women 
and parents and dads who stay home with their children full-time, especially when they're little. It's a very special thing if you can do it. And one of the most unrecognized, underappreciated jobs in the whole wide world, there are no benefits. You do everything. You do the strategy. You do the execution. You do all the tactical stuff. You're in the weeds. You're out of the weeds. You're transport. You're logistics. You're everything. Where's the balance in that? We have to understand like over the arc of time as well, not just in a day, but how is that shaking out? There'll be days where you're completely unbalanced. So you not only do you have to understand the context and the proportion, but you're understanding the time frame that it all fits into. So one day when you know your children are sick and you're home, you're taking care of them. Well, are you out there? Uh, did you take a shower <laughs> that day? Did you get a chance to work out? Did you even get out of the house to go to the grocery store? Is there laundry all over the floor? Your life is important at that time to take care of those babies the way that you need to. And those times will balance out with the times when you're going out and doing all those things. So always make sure that you're calibrating your context correctly in that to understand what is your balance point in the context you're in for your work, for your life. I'll leave you with that thought. Until next time, this is Brian for Curiosity Continuum. Thank you.